Amid the pandemic, a new term has been coined and entered the American lexicon, the Great Resignation. And the pandemic's upheaval has brought many changes to our work lives, including people opting to leave the workforce altogether. But at the same time, many people lost their jobs or opted to pursue new job opportunities altogether. Now, with these job shifts comes the decision of what to do with your 401k plan savings when you leave your job. I'm Al Waller, your host of Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth, and here to help us understand and navigate the possible choices along with their implications is Catherine Collinson, CEO and president of nonprofit Transamerica Institute. So Catherine, what options are out there for people who've recently left a company where they've had savings in either a 401k or similar plan? Hi, Al. It's great to be here. And to answer your question in a nutshell, there are essentially four options. Option number one, you can keep your 401k savings with your former employer if that's allowed. Number two, you can roll the savings over into an individual retirement account or IRA. Number three, you can roll the savings over into your new employer's 401k, that is if they have one and if it's allowable. And then lastly, number four, which is the option I highly recommend against, is you can cash out your account. However, it's going to be subject to income taxes and possibly a 10% penalty if you're under age 59 and a half. Well, that sounds pretty straightforward, but uh, I'm willing to bet there's probably more here than meets the eye. Say, for instance, uh, certain risks and benefits that would apply to each of them, right? And if so, then how does someone go about deciding which option works best for them? Great question, Al. And this is right in the spirit of what we talk about often on the show. You got to do your homework. Each of these options can work, even though I recommend against cashing out your balance. Um, But there are a number of considerations and trade-offs. So again, I repeat, I recommend against cashing out your account. Um, And with that, what I'm going to do is, uh, and let's do this together, let's break down the options and what to look for, what to think about, and how they work. Let's look at our option number one, and that is leaving your retirement savings in the plan at your former employer. Especially, this can work if you're happy with the available investments, services offers, and associated fees. Uh, And this is, in some ways, or could be the path of least resistance. However, uh, there are considerations. Uh, If you do that, once you leave your employer, you'll no longer be able to contribute to the plan. And another thing, and this is going to sound so obvious, uh, but a lot of people kind of miss the boat on this, is you've got to stay in contact with your former employer's retirement plan provider, uh, knowing their website and or their 800 number, uh, because you're going to want to check on your savings from time to time. Or if you move, you're going to want to update your contact information. Or if you have a life change, maybe you get married or divorced or have have a family, you may want to update your beneficiary designations. So uh, there's some advantages to leaving it in the plan, but it doesn't get you off the hook in terms of maintaining your account. And that's really important to remember. And Al, you're not going to believe this. In the retirement services industry, there is actually a phenomenon that is referred to as orphans. And who are orphans? These are people that leave their employer, they leave their balance in the plan, 
and then they don't update their contact information, and that retirement plan provider needs to reach them and has no way of doing so, uh, because there could be changes to the plan, changes to the investments, or even maybe a new record keeper. Um, so if you do go this route, don't be an orphan. Uh, keep your information up to date and keep on top of those savings. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I'd want to be keeping the money uh, in the family and uh, not leaving that on the table. Um, so, um, and, you know, like they say, you know, nobody cares, you know, more about your money than you. So you really should be taking an active uh, role and, um, you know, in terms of the next step there. Now, let's talk about that uh, second option. What about opening an IRA? What can you tell us about that? Okay. Well, the lingo is opening a, what's called a rollover IRA. And how that works is you open a, you open the account with a financial services provider. It could be uh, your bank or credit union or other financial services provider if they offer such things as rollover IRAs. And then uh, working to transfer the money from your former employer's plan into this new rollover IRA account. The key is, you know, there, one of the considerations is if you do, maybe you have your savings all with a financial institution and rolling it over could just make it easier to keep track of all of your accounts. That's one reason to do it. Other possible reasons, uh, once you've done your homework, of course, uh, is looking at the available investments, the services offered, and the fees so that you really understand what the trade-offs are and can make a decision that is best for you. Uh, this comparison shopping is really important, uh, both from an ease of use as well as the overall uh, overall cost of the, of the IRA rollover, because that could impact the growth of your savings over the long haul. Um, we all know that we're going to need those retirement savings when that when that day comes that we're no longer working. Yep. As a matter of fact, I remember going, going through that trail myself. And, and to your point, it, it definitely does make sense because, you know, there are other options and costs associated to do your research and, you know, and be thorough about it uh, up front. Now, as for the third option, you mentioned moving money from your former employer's plan to your new employer's plan. Now, that sounds like that might be a little complicated, is it? Well, surprisingly, it's not complicated, but there are a couple of major caveats. First of all, your new employer has to offer a plan so that you can roll it from your former employer's plan to your new employer's plan. And secondly, your new employer's plan have to allow rollovers in. Not all plans, many plans allow this, but there are some that do not. So with those caveats, it may be easier than you think. And it's another way to help you keep your retirement savings in one place, assuming you're going to start contributing to your new employer's plan. But again, do your homework uh, and get a good understanding of the fees, investments, and services offered. Excellent. That uh, really simplifies the process. Now, let's just say someone wants to pursue opening an IRA or transferring their savings into their new employer's plan. Now, how do they go about doing something like that? Not surprising, it involves doing some paperwork. Um, mm -hmm. This could be old school hard copy paper forms, or uh, some uh, can be affected online uh, through through the retirement plan provider's website. And the the easiest way or what to ask for is called a direct rollover from your former employer's retirement plan provider. Um, in this scenario, uh, they will uh, transfer the funds from 
your account there into the new account, whether it's at your new employer or whether it's at uh, whether it's a rollover IRA at a financial services institution. So they will transfer the funds from point A to B. You will not be a recipient <laughs> or middle middle person amid that transfer. Of course, one of the really important pieces of information that your former employer needs to know in order to help affect that transfer is where the money's going. So you will have to open the new account and have that new account information so that your former employer's retirement plan provider knows where to send it. Well, that makes a lot of sense and, and actually sounds pretty straightforward too. Now let's talk about the fourth and final option, cashing out the account and using the money. I mean, let's face it, unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there you know, having financial difficulties as the pandemic continues to drag on and on. But as you referenced earlier, there may be some pretty serious ramifications to this approach, right? There are. And we do want to be very, very, very mindful that so many people have fallen on some hard times over the course of the pandemic and may need the money. My thought process is explore all the options. This uh, may very well be your best option, but again, it starts with doing your homework. And if you do find that you need to cash out your savings, a tip is this. Uh, a tip or a question, do you need to cash out all of it or can you roll the funds over into an IRA and then take a withdrawal of only what you need? That way, the balance that remains in the retirement account has the ability to continue to grow. You're not, you know, you're not depleting the entirety of your retirement savings. And also you're somewhat mitigating the impact of the income taxes and possible 10% penalty if you're under age 59 and a half. So I guess the bottom line is you don't need to think of it as an all or nothing proposition. Uh, there are ways that if you really need the money, that you can do a partial withdrawal without doing a total withdrawal. Um, and then those funds that are that remain can continue to grow. One important point, though, is as you do your homework and weigh the alternatives, even though as a retirement researcher and enthusiast um, um, and passionate about retirement savings, there are situations where taking the withdrawal is your best possible option, especially if you're weighing it against things like taking on high, high interest rate credit card debt, which can be a really big hole to dig oneself out of. So those, that's my two cents worth on that. Yeah, well, I, I that makes a, a, a lot of sense. And yeah, hopefully you're, you're not backed into a corner like that because it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot to recommend, but you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Now, are there any other methods or actions people should take into consideration within this vein? There's always more considerations. And this one has to do with account balances that are under $5,000. And this falls in the category of things you need to know. As we talked about option number one, leaving your savings in your former employer's plan. You can do that generally if your account balance is more than $5,000. Uh, and you don't even need to give any instructions to move the money. It'll just stay in the plan. Um, however, there's a couple other scenarios if your balance is less than $5,000. For example, if your balance is less than $1,000, your plan provider can automatically cash you out and send you a check. So, so that's something to be mindful of. You would need to take action 
to avoid that from happening. For balances between 1000 and 5000 plan providers can automatically move your savings from your employer's plan to a rollover IRA if you don't give any instructions to do something else. And this is really important to flag because if this does happen, you're going to need to get information about that new IRA provider and keep track of this account. As we talked about, you don't want to become an orphan or your at least your retirement savings to become orphaned. So it's a, it's really important to keep a track of of where those savings might go. And again, that scenario is if your account balance is between $1,000 and $5,000. Follow the money. Um, well, good advice, Catherine. Now, before we sign off, could you just you know recap by running through those four options one more time for us? Okay, great. Here they are, all four of them once again. Uh, first of all, you can keep your savings in your former employer's 401k or similar plan. Second option, you can move the savings into a rollover IRA. Your third option is to roll your savings into your new employer's 401k. That is, if they offer a 401k and allow rollovers in. And then lastly, number four, uh, you can cash out the account and pay the applicable taxes and potential 10% penalty. Well, Catherine, thanks again for joining us today and for your timely insight on this topic. This uh, should really go a long way in helping our listeners understand what to do with their retirement savings if and when they decide to leave their job. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersection of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's Podcast Central and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org. And we hope you'll join us and listen to future episodes where we offer additional retirement planning insights. Till the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.